What up, podcasters? Yo, yo. Great to have you with us. I have to be honest about something, Eleanor. Uh-oh. Um, you know that I rate you as a human being and, and as a radio presenter. I'm what about my looks? You're not my type, but oh. I, can, I can see how other people, like when everyone goes, you're hot, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Does everyone say I'm hot? Heaps of people. Oh, sweet. No, you get a fair, fair bit. Oh, Are they hot? Just, you know, my friends like Hugh Jackman. And <laughs> so, yes, they Zac are. Zac Efron. Oh, do, you, do um, they want my number? And um, I think Gil McLaughlin, the AFL. Oh, Gil McLaughlin is yeah. so hot. Um, yes, you know that I think very highly of you, but I reckon today was probably one of your most mistake-riddled performances of the year. Wow, that's a big call. There was call. a lot of cock-ups. Mate, you, just, no, just, just checking, bit... have a crack at Anastasia Palaszczuk again. Yeah, I was just a bit yeah. tongue-tied today. Come on. Anastasia Palaszczuk. <gasps> and she didn't put that on. She didn't put that on. Oh, are you okay? Can I check Anastasia your... Palaszczuk. Well, even that Why wasn't can't perfect. I do it? I don't know. Talking's hard sometimes. Talking kid. is hard. Anyhow. People think this job's so cruisy. You come in, you yeah. talk shit for three hours. Hey, it's not. Really big thing. I really like this on our podcast. Uh, we got in touch with a, a mate of a mate, uh, and the, this guy is um, a big executive over in the States, in Oklahoma, in the South. Right, we get a different perspective about what's happening over there, and uh, he seems like a reasonable guy. And then you find out how many guns he owns later in the segment. Oh yeah, that really took me by surprise. Like you can only <laughs> fire two at once, right? Yeah. So, Why do you need that many? <laughs> not entirely sure. Anyway, that's up next. Also, you'll hear about my dream last night, which sounds like it's going to be a boring story, but until she tries to say Anastasia yeah, Palaszczuk, <laughs> you'll get a laugh out of that. Enjoy. So you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes Ellie and Bex. Now, I had heard a rumour slash seen a rumour in movies and whatever else that when a bloke comes on and speaks to an Australian woman in a southern accent Mm. in the south of the United States that all of a sudden all constitution of said woman goes to party. I can now tell you, folks, that that's a real thing. I don't know what you're talking about. What I can tell you, Bex, is that right now the US election is very deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next uh, day or so, we should potentially have a new president. So we thought, let's cross live to the US Yes. Um, to a contact that we have. His name is Jeremy, and yes, he does have a southern accent. He's in southern Oklahoma. Hello, Jezza. How are you? Are you comfortable with that? You know that, of course, once you're an Aussie, because I know you've got a lot of Australian friends, we have to basically um, bastardise your name into something that's easier for us to say. Fair enough. So you'd be Jezza or Jez? Jez. Does does anyone call you that in the US? Uh, No. Really? They call me a lot of names, but none that polite. You don't want to get that one wrong either, you know what I mean, Um, (laughs) if we're honest. In all seriousness, sir, you're down the southern end of the country, and I think this is fascinating because without putting too fine a point on on who you are and what you do, we do know that you're a fairly successful businessman, uh, you're friends with a lot of people we know, and uh, you're a a Republican. You're a proud Republican of sorts because in the Australian media – they tend to, we tend to only get the lens thrown on the Democrats. So just take us, before we go into the election, just take us why, uh, in this case, President Trump was a, was a supportable option for you. we got two candidates, and to speak frankly, for the last two presidencies or voting options that we've had, it's just, it's kind of, to me, you know, I don't fully agree with either candidate, but he provided the least discrepancies in, the, in my views, uh, you know, political views, but in also just my culture and my upbringing, being from a rural Oklahoma community, faith-based, uh, kind of the Bible Belt of the U.S., if you would. Yeah, makes sense. And look, it, it, to be fair, uh, the polls are saying 65.5% roughly of Oklahoma voters went the way of Trump. Alarmingly, though, Jezza, 
5,590 people in Oklahoma voted for Kanye West. <laughs> so just want to put that out there. Limited options this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what what's the vibe like over there at the moment? Because obviously, you know, different parts of the US are very different. I've heard of shops being boarded up in some major US cities and, you know, tensions are high, predicting potential riots in the street. Is that the vibe in Oklahoma or do you feel much uh, less tense? No, less tense for, especially in the area that I'm in. It's kind of scary for a result to go this close, don't you think, in the sense that there's clearly a divide in the nation. I mean, whomever wins from here, I mean, they didn't win by much. Yeah, I think think it's just kind of, puts a, you know, an asterisk, uh, you know, or or not an asterisk, I should say, an exclamation point of where we are, you know, as a nation. And uh, there is clearly, you know, some divide, if, if that's the word you want to use, but, you know, just discrepancies in, you know, the train of thought of, you know, individuals. Yeah, right. And just very quickly, uh, semi-unrelated, coronavirus in Oklahoma, what's that been like for you guys there? Uh, have you been uh, in lockdowns or anything? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we went on lockdown for a while, uh, opened everything back up. It's at, a, you know, minimal capacity for the most part. Mm. I actually contracted a virus. Uh, luckily, mild symptoms is all I experienced, but, I mean, we're still seeing, you know, a little bit of spike, you know, with the colder weather. We're going into winter now. But overall, I mean, I think it's kind of you deal with it. It, it is what it is kind of kind of thing. It's kind of their I just love that southern thing. attitude of, like, it sucks, but let's just one foot in front of the other and get it done. I just love that southern yeah. voice. Uh, Jezza, before you go, uh, it would be remiss of me to not hit you with some quick-fire questions uh, that we've given to all of our uh, guests from the south, namely just you. Cause You're no our else. only one ever. I, just, I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind uh, when I ask you these questions, okay? So there's only going to be about half a dozen or so, but we'll get through them now. Are you ready to talk turkey? I hope so. <laughs> All right, Jezza from Oklahoma slash Texas. Uh, when was the last time you had barbecue? Uh, yesterday. Good man. <laughs> when was the last time you had a steak? Was it at that barbecue? Today. <laughs> Did you know, have you known or grown up around anyone or have you yourself had a horn on your bull bar? Yes. Wow. How many guns do you own? 37. Oh, my goodness. Wowza. Do you know anyone called Bubba? Yes. Uh, have you ever been involved in woodworking? Yes. At what age did you first hunt? Seven. And true or false, lattes are for Democrats. Agree. Oh. There you, go. <laughs> you are definitely not putting that on. Oh my goodness, Jezza! Thank you so much. Oh, I know it's very new late member there. of the show. The yes. weird thing is, we were introduced to you by a very close friend of yours, who's a close friend of ours here at work, and we actually like you now more than we like him. Yeah, hundred so. <laughs> percent. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for giving us some time this afternoon, and uh, best of luck for the coming months in the US. Yep, thanks to you as well. Have a great one. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. Rough night, though. Rough night. Not, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a rough night. I just call it a very strange night. Yes. It was one of those mornings that I woke up and the first thought I had for the day was, what just happened? In your dreams, you mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> because I had this strangest dream, and it's going to lead to the question on 545-11919, who had the weirdest dream last night? So if you can out-weird this, yep. last night... Then give us a call, okay? And we'll give you a double, the weirdest dream. We'll get a double to the women's state of origin. Happening next Friday at the stadium. Thanks to Harvey Norman for those tickets. And I know often hearing about other people's dreams can be quite boring. Yes. But sometimes they're just so strange and so mm. abstract that it's like, how did the human mind put that together? All right.
Tell us yours. Okay, so last night in my dream, I was at a family barbecue. Don't know why, because I don't have any family here, but yes, um, we true. were doing it at Alex. Mm. There was a big, like, a mass of people, and for some reason, I was sharing a sausage with Anastasia Palaszczuk. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing as you do. a sausage, or you each had yeah, your like own? Yeah, we, well, we were at the barbecue, and we were like oh, cooking just up sort sausages. A little bit of a chinwag rosé in one yeah, hand kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. me and Anna, which is having, do you reckon I anyone they, calls Anna? No, they call her Stasia. Stasia. True story. Me and Stas. Stas. Yeah. Can I call her Stacy? I don't think she cares. Okay. Well, she will because she was my best friend last night. We were having a little chin wag. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Stussy starts telling me that she used to play State of Origin for Queensland. Wow. She's pretty tough. And she was like, she was like the Darian Lock- Darren Lockyer oh status. Oh, God. Darren Lockyer. I got you it right. You didn't just say Darian Lockyer no, during, I, I, o- during I, Origin. You you'll get run out of t- I won't be able to get you to your car safely, safely tonight. Excuse me. Be proud of me for knowing who Darren Lockyer is. Who's Darian Lockyer? I, didn't, I just stumbled like I did with Anastasia's name before, okay? <laughs> okay yes, I'm Darian. struggling with names today. Carry on, Darian. Anyway, so Anna, Stasia and yes. I were discussing her rugby career and then people kept coming up for signatures, not because she's Premier of the State. But because she used to play for Queensland. Because she's the female well, of Darren Lockyer. I think there's a few things that explain this. Uh, clearly, of course, we are giving away tickets to... Uh, the women's state of origin. We'll have the players on next week as well. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be amazing. What a game that's going to be on the sunny coast. Obviously, you're thinking a lot about borders at the moment too with what with going back to WA, I think, end of next week for, yeah. a, for a little visit. I think it's just, you know, tough. But past that, I can't explain it. Well, I just, I don't know whether Anastasia Palish, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Do I have some disease where I can't say, hold on, let me say your name for a second. All right, go on, go on, go on. Bex. Okay, I can still yeah. say names. Yes. I just can't say any famous Queenslands. <gasps> oh, oh wow! I am out. Oh wow! Just Do you want call, me to come around? Yes. And can you save it? this? Yes. Save okay. This. Here's what we need, folks. All right. Do you did you have a dream last night that was weirder than sharing a snag with Anastasia Palaszczuk and finding out that she was a Maroons great? Yeah. If you do, okay. If you did, call the Eli and Becky show. You, you can't. Do, nah. it, do it on purpose. It sounds dicky. Oh, okay, cool. Right, damn it. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, <laughs> we like you naturally flawed. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. A song about a social media sh- video sharing platform. It's called TikTok by Clean Bandit on 91.9 CFM. Are you sure that's what it's about? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure, it's not mate. about a clock or time. Nah, or... nah it's definitely about TikTok. I'm going to research that. So I don't think we should be telling people <laughs> uh, the wrong thing. You don't have time <laughs> to, bud, because we've got to do this. On 91.9 <laughs> CFM. You can call me... The Riddler. That's Ellie and Bex. Three riddles will be asked. If you can answer the third one correctly, then you win a family pass to sea life. Easy as yep. that. Five four five double one nine one nine. The number to access Rhino and Caboolture. Here's your first. Here's, here's your first riddle, mate. What type of cheese is made backward? Uh, Eaten. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Eden, so it's made, the word made. Eden, yeah, okay, good. Yes, good, and it's good. also a type of cheese. How quickly did you get that, right? Uh, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah so I, I know this one, but let's hope I know the rest. Oh, can I, okay, side note, are you a teacher by any chance? Uh, I'm studying to be a teacher, <laughs> yeah. We get a lot of teachers calling so for riddles. Would you, if you got up um, in front of a class and said to... You know your your class. Uh, the sky is purple, or something like that, or perhaps the song TikTok by Clean Bandit was <laughs> named after a video sharing platform. Would you feel wrong for giving out the wrong information? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What yeah. if it was? Can it was confirm in the... the song's about an obsessive relationship, of and that's with someone within the band. <laughs> of so. course, it's about a clock, mate. 
was just, it's what we call humour. It's not I was about use, a clock. I was only using humour. It's about an obsessive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, Ryan, would you like your second <laughs> riddle? Oh, yeah, give it a go. All right. <clears throat> I have keys but no doors. I have space but no rooms. I allow you to enter but you are never able oh, to that's leave. That's easy. Come what on. What am I? Ah. Uh... I don't know that one. Can you say that one again? Oh, I can do it one more time. I have keys but no doors. I have space but no rooms. I allow you you to enter but you're never able to leave. What am I? Ellie's bedroom. Uh, Keyboard. Oh, Rhino. Yes. (laughs) Bided himself a bit more time. Joe Joe Biden himself. Um, you're, you're, you're actually on air. Um, so, one more to go. and you Rhino's get, loving it. Get that. He's just nervous laughter. Uh, one more to go, bit. mate, uh, for that family pass to Sea World. Sea Life. All right. All right. <laughs> How good am I going today? Yeah. All right. <laughs> if you throw a blue stone into the Red Sea, what will it become? Still a blue stone? I feel like ah. that, was, that was too much the obvious answer. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the obvious. Oh, no, actually, I'm not going to say what the obvious answer would have been because the next person might get it. Thank you for playing, Rhino. <laughs> no worries. Unfortunately, Thank you. stumbled at the finish line. Shannon in Mapleton, you're next up. Would you like me to repeat the riddle for you? Um, no, that's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. All right. Well, for the sea life pass, the family pass. What does that stone become? It becomes wet. Oh, boom! It does indeed. Shannon, you are the Riddler of the Week, you Stephen Bradbury. Awesome. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think Stephen Bradbury celebrated is, a little bit harder than that. Well, I've got to be honest, <laughs> yeah. this has been a slam dunk segment today, guys. We've all, we've all, we're all in peak condition. <laughs> Amazing, Shannon. Uh, that family pass to sea life, all yeah, yours, my all friend. Yours, you enjoy. Mate. Thank you. Hey, Thanks Shannon, very much. you know what else became wet? Um, Ellie's floor when she put all the garlic sauce from the kebab that had been in a bin for a week. Uh, one kebab <laughs> left in one waste paper bin and one swarm of maggots hey, and you just don't Shannon, let it have you got, have you got kids? I do have kids. Yeah, yeah, if you went into one of their bedrooms and saw that they had maggots coming out of the bin because they left food in there, how would you? what would you do? How would you feel? Um, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal, am I right? Yeah, but hang on, how old are they? Just quickly, the one you were thinking of just then, how old? Uh, 12. There you go. Same. <laughs> Same. Just times that by a few. Okay. Oh, look at that. The ads are coming look at up. The time. Ellie and Bex. Um, I'm padding now. This is called filibustering in the States. You know, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Where, I've seen Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, if you don't want anyone to um, uh, vote something through, you just keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and Mate, talking and talking. Get to the point. That's the short, sharp rule of radio. Earlier in the week, you smashed me because. You suck? I for- God, we've got kids listening, mate. Oh, sorry. That's not how you play together. I feel like you, know, you suck in the playground, oh, can't you? Oh, oh yeah, great. So that but one, like in a, in a joking oh, way. That's spoken by a blonde-haired, good-looking kid from the uh, rich part oh, of town. Oh, never... No, we've been over this. I well, was a chubby kid. Okay, good. I got bullied. Don't you worry. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you gave me a bit of stick, and rightly so, because I left one of the simplest things at home. How did I leave home without my... Shoes? Did you leave your phone at home again today? I did it twice. We, literally twice this time yesterday. Week, we, twice in 48 hours. I left my phone at home in the morning. And? And had to go back to get it. And?
And how's this? <laughs> when I was teeing up an interview for the show yeah. and I finally got the interview, you were nowhere to be found in the office. So I was like, I'll text him and say, hey, we've got an interview. Hurry up. Get into the studio. Yes. And then I go and I see Brooke and she said, oh, Bex left his phone here. Can you go? Why are you leaving your phone all everywhere? Okay. Well, you, there's a lot of yelling. Okay. And I don't really relate. Well Sorry, to am that. I bullying you? Okay, no. Well, just hey, this, we don't make light of those situations. I'm just saying, if you want an outcome out of me, you probably need to try a different tack. Okay, all right. Why did you leave your phone at home, Bex? Tell us the rest of the story. Well, essentially, um, I've forgotten. You've forgotten. And I think that's the problem. I can't right. even remember okay, what happened right. this morning. Let's put all the jokes aside for a second. Yes. Let's put me yelling at you aside for a second. Yeah. Okay. Good. Do you need to go to the doctor and I've just check been. your brain a little bit? Yeah, I can't remember the last time I went, but I've already been. I know that much. Do we need to give you like a memory check? You know what I need? I actually, I reckon I need this. You know when you're a kid and mm. you used to be able to get like the retractable chain on your pocket for your wallet? You know the kids would have that? All the cool uh, kids? Um, was that in the 1920s? Because I didn't grow up then. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Time to talk maggots. <laughs> The reason we're talking about maggots is because on Saturday morning, the morning of Halloween, yes. I woke up to find maggots popping their heads out of my carpet. There was 30 oh, to 50 of uh, them in my uh, bedroom. Now, you've uh, maintained the fact that you're clean, you're tidy and otherwise, but you also let slip that you had a half-eaten kebab in your bin for a week. So, rather than just me smash you, I decided, well, we've got a pest controller, Joe the Exterminator from yeah. ElectroDry, who's a great fan of the show, friend of the show, mm. uh, I decided let's have a chat to him and find out professionally, Joe, where do maggots come from? So basically what it is, it's any food source that a fly will actually lay in and lay their eggs, and that's how you get the maggots. The maggots are the uh, pupae, and then they become a fly. Yeah, yes. but they it weren't is... coming out of my bin. They were coming out of the floor that the bin was on. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They crawl. <laughs> they came out of the bin while you were they asleep. They came out of the bin, for sure, yeah. because that, that's where they would have laid their, the their eggs straight away. The flies laid their eggs straight away, and it's a pupae, so it's, it's so, going to start walking around. Joe, in your around. professional opinion, how long have you been in the pest game? About eight years. Yeah, so it was nearly a decade in the game. Um, in your professional opinion, uh, what sort of circumstances would lead to that, and how long would um, those circumstances need to be around, be they food or general grubbiness for the, for this um, a Generally, infestation. It, 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 it's something that won't last due to the fact that there's nowhere for a fly to lay their eggs on, as in in, in meat products or. Yep. So you know, a half-eaten kebab is a great environment for that. Absolutely. So sorry, so, Midgey. Did you hear? He just his nickname Midgie, for yeah. me is Midgey because I always get bitten by Midgies. Yeah, <laughs> so that's your nickname now, <laughs> Joe. I know it might be maggot after this, but uh, Joe, I, I, <laughs> please no. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Ellie's uh, personally, professionally, um, but I know you'll also be honest with me. She said the other day um, that she's clean despite this. Is this the sort of environment that you find, you know, clean people have maggots? Look, without offending people, um, if you do leave stuff around, yes, you, you're going to get maggots, especially around your bins and, and all that, because, you know, if the flies come in, it's going to happen, but... If you generally vacuum the area, you're going to get rid of them. And if, you, um, and if you're clean, you're generally not going to have them. So, okay. So, if every other aspect of my room was completely spick and span, tidy, clean and everything. There was except, a fly farm on no, your floor. Hear me out. Except right. for the waste paper bin that had the half-eaten kebab in it. That could. That's yep. all the maggots wanted, right? That's it. You had the, the flies bum nuts. That's, that's all it is. How long would that, ma that, 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 that kebab have to have been there for, though? This is what I want to get. 
it's, it's pretty hard to say. It all depends on how many, you know, obviously the flies that come in, but they will get attracted to it. So, yes. okay, hypothetically, if you've got a bin full of stuff and you haven't emptied it just yet, flies come in and then you empty your bag out and you've yep. got maggots all in your bin, that's the reason. Even your auto bin. It couldn't and happen then, overnight, though, Joe. Like, oh, hell no. No, this is this is a protracted... Okay, the kebab was a week old, but it was at the bottom Jesus, of my bin. You had a kebab I didn't know it was in, in there. I'm surprised you didn't put it in the microwave and give it another hit. <laughs> Probably did, mate, let's be honest. Jo, <laughs> if I'd known it was there. Joe, the pest con- uh, controller. As much we- as I love you, Midgey, my God, don't leave your bloody chip packets down next to your bed. Don't leave any food in your bedroom. All right, lesson yeah. learned, lesson learned. I will take your advice on board. Thank you, Jesus Controller. I just can't look at you the same way. All right, okay. It was one kebab. And I'm so sorry I didn't hear about it and no one actually told me, so I thought you normally called. Yeah, we do, but I was a bit embarrassed about this one, to be honest. I I thought you'd heard about it and just been vomiting for the last three days. It's funny, isn't it? You know, people see a girl. She looks so clean cut on the on the bu- on the buses and the taxis around town. And little do you know that she leaves kebabs in her waste paper bin in her room I for a week. I can't wait to see you down Ocean Street and I'll yell out, "Hey, Midgey, maggot!" <laughs> <laughs> Please just keep to Midgey. Don't let's it's, not let's not make maggot. Oh, I won't thing. say maggot because that's terrible. That's what I'll be. Am so I right? I've, yeah, I've seen Midgey maggot a few times. It's not pretty. <laughs> All right, thank you, Joe. This is the Midgey maggot and Bex show. CFM. Ellie and Bex. Uh, I want to, to give you 40 seconds, Chaney, to um, explain to me the US voting system, the Electoral College's oh. system, um, because so many people have tried on TV, on videos, in the corridors here at CFM. Um, I just want you to give you an opportunity to, to explain it to me. God, what makes you think if those people have tried that I can do a better job? Well, I just want to prove a point. Okay, all right. Um, so the US is broken into a bunch of different Electoral Colleges. And uh, they have different constituents or candidates. I didn't say bullcrap, man. Uh, no, <laughs> depending on how many seats they have in the Congress, then they can choose who they want as president. They get voted and then they choose who they want as president. That is terrible. <laughs> but I have to be honest, that's about as clear as it is in my mind. Oh, it's oh, like trying to watch the coverage. You and I have been watching the coverage over yeah. the last two days. Yeah. It's on the TV screen in front of us. We don't have sound on because it's in the office. And so you just see numbers keep flashing up. Yes. I don't know what all these numbers mean. And I don't think Americans know either. Yeah. And then you look at like the Channel 7 coverage compared to the Channel 9 coverage compared to what's on your phone and it's all different tallies. It's like, right. what, what is the answer? So I don't want to talk... <sighs> specifically about that. But what I'd love to get on 545-11919 is everyone has something that they just can't get their head around. Mm -hmm. And often it's something that other people do and other people do well and whatever else. And, you know, all these uh, analysts, they can explain that. None of us can understand it. Mm -hmm. So do you have something, Ellie? I do, 100%. Something that makes me actually anxious in my stomach when Mm -hmm. I think about it is superannuation. Really? So you don't understand how it works? I don't. Or? I mean, I get the whole like 9% of your pay goes into the uh, – your employer has to pay 9% or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> don't make me explain it. But like the way they invest it and uh-huh. when well, I can get it out. Oh, God. Tell you something that makes my brain hurt. Two things, Sudoku and, and, and jigsaw puzzles. Can't do either. Oh, I like jigsaw puzzles. Can't do either. It just makes my brain hurt. Can't do them at all. Really? Yeah, nah, can't do them. Oh, no, super. Oh, give me a puzzle over super stuff, any day. Other stuff, no stress. Hey, really simple, folks. Anything from something simple to something big, what don't you understand that everyone else seems to be able to get? Johnny from Coolum, you reckon you've got your head around the US electoral system, uh, do you? I thought about it for a couple of nights and I worked it out and I can explain it in about 20 seconds. 
to a layman, not that yes. I'm a politician. All right, hang on, hang on, Johnny. I'm just getting my stopwatch up. <laughs> One second. <laughs> I can talk underwater with bowling balls. Oh, mate, we know that. We Don't know that. that. <laughs> you said 20 no, seconds. Well, I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Right, 30 seconds. 30 I'm giving you 30 seconds, seconds and your time starts now. All right, okay. The electoral system seemed very unfair to me looking at America. Uh, forget the college, it's electorates. It, it is a college, but it basically is socioeconomics. New York has a higher population than Georgia, and there's also educational differences. The average person, not the Harlem people, and even some of them are higher educated. So it's an unfair disadvantage with just numbers like you and I think so in Australia. Time up, it's actually time a up. fair system. There we go. He went, he went three seconds over. But, uh, <laughs> and I genuinely am no closer to the yeah, truth. But, Johnny, <laughs> the important thing is that that makes sense to you. And that's, that's exactly, what's important exactly. in this equation. Well, I don't get paid for it, so it doesn't make sense. Nah, exactly. <laughs> you and me both. I oh, know, we should. There he is, yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Johnny. Uh, let's move on to Monica in Tanoa. Mon, is there something that you just don't understand? Oh, yeah, navigation. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Do you know how bad that is? North, west, south, east. And I used to belong to Marine Rescue in New South Wales as well. Really? Thank God for the modern age of technology. That's what got me I don't get it either. Ellie will tell you I've got the worst directions in the world, but I also find things like when I'm watching like cop dramas or SAS or whatever and they go, oh, okay, so we're going to enter from the east and uh, we're going to have, you know, uh, the safe sides on the west side or whatever else. I'm like, oh, my God, how do you do that? Exactly. How do you do that? doesn't matter how much people explain it to me. I sat the test. I passed the test. Did really well. But asked me to do it in theory. Asked me to do it in real life. There's no way. Every time I come out of the Marucci door, the Sunshine Plaza shopping centre. I'll go the wrong way. Always. And I've got this because it tells me, my body tells me to go that way, like to my left or my right, actually. And it's always my other right, the left. Now, Monica, I have to ask you this because I think a lot of it is a confidence thing for me. You second guess that turning left or right onto that street, and you th- and you get it wrong, and it's just a, you know what I mean? It's a, it just reinforces that you you feel you're bad at it. Exactly, because you know, like when I first shifted here, and I left the shopping centre, I think it must have been like six o'clock, and ten past seven, I still was not home. <laughs> where, where, and I was in Canada. Oh well, okay. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should get Monica and I somewhere yes. blindfold us, and then we have to find our way home. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You guys will both end up in Brisbane. (laughs) 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 Lovely. Cheers, Mon. Thanks for the call, Mon. Bye. Stay amazing. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 BFM.